welcome back, wrestling fans, to the North Florida Wrestling Show, where we introduce a new segment on our show called Over the Border. We highlight coaches, athletes, programs from areas outside of our state. And for our first episode, we have Coach Matt Tanner, Thomas County Central. Please stay tuned while we pick his brain about his experience in the sport and the endeavors of building a program. Stay tuned. How are you doing, Coach Tanner? Man, it's nice to meet you. I'm good. Um, glad I could be on here. Uh, John asked me a couple weeks ago if I'd do it, and uh, I'm honored to do it. Love talking about wrestling, so uh, any opportunity I get to do that's great. Appreciate you having me. Uh, yeah, Coach, uh, appreciate you being on, and um, you know we're glad to have you. And uh, you know, I know you said you had checked out a few of the uh, episodes that we've done so far, and and uh, say we're we're not the we're not professional of the professionals of this, but we're trying to do our best to. Um, you know, to highlight the sport of, of amateur wrestling. And, and uh, Jordan and I came up with an idea a couple of weeks ago about starting in what we call an over-the-border series that I shared with you that we're, we want to highlight some programs and some coaches and athletes that are not um, not in the North Florida area, but that, you know, we may see on a regular basis and, and in our opinion, are just as important as our local programs around here. So um, I want to go ahead and just get into um, the meat of this. And uh, coach, tell us tell us what your first exposure to the sport was. Um, when did you when were you first introduced to the sport of wrestling? Um, that would be my seventh grade year. So my first year of middle school, I had um, I'd always played little league baseball. Um, my dad taught karate from as early as I can remember, probably till I was about eight or nine. So I always did that, um, and I had some friends. I had some friends um, want to try out for basketball. So I uh, decided to sign up for that too. Um, but in the seventh grade, I weighed 170 pounds and I knew nothing about basketball. Uh, I'd never shot a basketball up to that point. But anyways, I went out there and uh, tried to do what everybody was doing. And I think I think it lost me when they, when they decided one of the last days to – play a little scrimmage game, shirts and skins. And, and, and I was on the skins team and wasn't about all that. Um, so I, uh, obviously I didn't make, uh, didn't make the team. And then, um, heard some other folks talking about wrestling the next day. So I, I when I went to PE, the wrestling coach was my PE coach. I didn't even know it. Um, talked to him, um, uh, went out and, uh, it came naturally. I think it had a lot to do with, with some of the stuff that I'd, you know, learned with, with, with the karate that I'd done, um, body, you know, body control position, things like that. Um, so it just kind of felt natural to me and I, I took to it well and, and, and loved it, uh, until I realized what I had to wear, uh, in a match. <laughs> um, but my first match, I put that singlet on, I wore it proud and I won it. And from then on, I didn't even, uh, I didn't even worry about it. So where did you wrestle at, um, growing up? Uh, I wrestled at Rome high school in, uh, Rome, Georgia. Rome, Georgia, North Georgia. What's the culture there? I, it was, uh, you know, they, 
traditionally had had a couple state placers and um you know it wasn't anything like you would you would think of uh, you know woodland is and some other buford and places like that um but rome's always been competitive in 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 all their sports and um so it was it was kind of you know there was a there was an expectation there that that we're gonna we're gonna train to be better than everybody else and we're gonna train to beat those guys and you know it's not just participation so um, you know, the mindset was right. And, and the coaches that were there were, were wrestling coaches. They weren't just other folks thrown into a position. So, um, yeah, I feel like it was, it was, a, it was a program where there was an expectation from middle school all the way up and, uh, you know, kind of helped shape who I am. How did you get into coaching yourself? Um, what was there, a, what was the transition from yourself as, uh, as, you know, Matt Tanner, the wrestler into coach Tanner? There, it, uh, there was always an element of, teaching and coaching as I, as I grew up, I always, you know, caught on to things quickly and became bored with it. So I, I coped with being bored with it by helping, uh, helping other folks. So uh, my brother's four years younger than me, he's our middle school head coach now, you know, as he came to high school, you know, I remember, you know, trying to mentor him, and, um, things like that. So anyways, fast forward my last two years of college, when I really realized I wanted to get into coaching uh, football and wrestling, um, I went over to Lounge and, and talked to the football coach there, and he, he allowed me to come help out um, with their program. And uh, Coach Graybill over there uh, coached football at that time too. And I said, hey, man, I wrestled in high school. You need any help? I'd love to help out if, if, uh, if I could. And, and he welcomed me in. And, uh, you know, he's been a great, a great mentor uh, as, well as, as well as a friend. Uh, since then, uh, every year he he, call, he calls me. We talk all the time, but he calls me. All right, you coming? You coming this year? I'm like I just can't do it. Can't make it right. This is not the right time. So I've never been able to go back over there and officially on staff work with him. But uh, he was a big influence in uh, in in getting me into to coaching. I think uh, this is my seventh year at Thomas County Central. I've been coaching. Um, I think this would be year fifteen. Um, I did those did those two little internships, I guess, at Lowndes. Uh, my first teaching job did not have a wrestling program, so I was only there one year. Um, I went over to Alabama, um, and I coached a couple years at a small school, Walter Welburn High School, a lot of tradition there, and then um, moved, moved across town to a bigger program, Oxford High School. I was there for three years. Um, and then, uh, and then my wife's family's from South Georgia, so we made the move back. Uh, made the move back here. Been here ever since. Yeah, Coach, I I didn't know that. That's why I like having this, um, you know, this opportunity to talk to you. That, you know, because all I've ever known you as is the the TCC coach. And I remember the first time I came up to your gym uh, several years ago. Shoot, it's had to have been six, seven, eight years ago. And and uh, you know, you mentioned your size, I was a little intimidated by you because I was a, a new fish in, in the Georgia officiating pond. And, and you have this, of course, I, once I got to know you, I know you're a, you know, you're a, a very calm individual, but on the mat while you're coaching, you know, you, you have this presence that's like, oh man, don't, don't piss this guy off, man. He might, <laughs> he might try to wring my neck right here on the side of the mat. So that's cool. I didn't know that there, you, you had that lounge connection with the uh, Spence over there. I love him, and I and I'm really fond of that program. And I think they've done a hell of a job over there, as you have at TCC. You know, and you and I have talked a lot throughout the years about ideas you have, and 
with your program and and I have always sensed your passion and your enthusiasm for you know your kids and the program and I I'm always tickled when I see TCC on my schedule and I get to come up to your facility to um to officiate your event so um if you would touch a little bit on um what it's been like since you've been at TCC some of the challenges you faced there and also um highlight some of your individuals I know you have a uh, just having seen some of your kids this year already, I know you have a few kids that have a have a little bit of a promising uh, season ahead of them. So, again, touch on what it's been like since you've been there and, and what you expect out of um, some of your individuals that you have on the team this year. Yeah. Um, well, first, I want to remind – I want to see if you remember our first on-mat interaction. Um, it was actually at Lounge. Um, and they were beating our brains in. It might have been almost three-quarters of the way through the lineup, and we hadn't won a match, so we had no points. I don't even know what the call was. You made it. I didn't like it. I said something. You looked over and said, Coach, what would you say? You said, Coach, you coach your guys. Let me officiate. And I said, well, do it then. And you looked over and said, that's a team point. I said, team point? I don't have any. Take them all. <laughs> Uh, so we finished that. We finished that. Uh, we finished that duel. Whatever the max they could get to negative one. Uh, so that was it. Was real nice. That, that cracked me up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I had my camera muted, but I laughed. <laughs> but but you you were absolutely right. I, I was out of line, man. I appreciate you you doing that. Hey, I'm just gonna let you know. If I was the ref, like after that line, I'd have given you that team point back. So my seniors this year were. Uh, sixth graders uh when i when i started um we we go we wrestle fifth grade through 12th grade in the same gym the same time um at practice every day uh, which has been very beneficial because there's no surprises it's this is what you get this is what you're going to get for the next six seven you know if you're in youth eight years um you know there's uh we'll talk about youth later but anyway so um my sixth my 12th graders my seniors now were sixth graders then um so it's kind of cool seeing the full circle um, of what of what we do. Um, you know, I guess you could say now it's on me. So if they're not any good, it's my fault. <laughs> um, but um, they were the foundation of that program, and uh, and and the folks before them kind of helped set that standard and expectation. These guys have carried it on. Um, we've had six state placers in the past seven years. I think they had. Seven, I think they, I think there were seven, there were seven prior to that from, from when I came in to, you know, whenever it started. Um, <clears throat> so that, that expectation is kind of set and it's been, it's been held. Uh, the only year we didn't have at least one was that first year. Uh, that was a tough year, but, but, but we got through it. Uh, we won region, um, the duels and traditional uh, past two years in a row. Um, that was the first time that, that that's been done since, 2001 2002 i think uh so that was a big deal um a couple years ago we won that prelim round and made it to the state duels that had never been done should have went back last year but didn't work out that way um really feel like once i get everybody where they're supposed to be and all my guys in the in the lineup um you know we jumped from 4a to 6a this year but i i, I think we uh i think we have a team that can push tift and leap 
uh, once we get to that that point in the season. So uh, you know, expecting big things out of the out of the uh, out of our guys this year. Um, Damian Jones, my one, <clears throat> I guess he'd be my one forty four um, uh, senior senior great kid. Uh, you know, he was a kid in middle school that that that, was, that failed everything all the time was always in some kind of trouble. And, and the day he got into high school, we kind of turned it around. And, um, you know, he's he's been offered to go wrestle at Huntington uh, over in Montgomery, Alabama. And, you know, David Burgess, if you remember him, I had, he graduated a few years ago. You know, that's where he's at, excelling, ranked fifth in, in their their division uh, nationally. But, um, yeah, uh, Hunter Ryan, he's, a, he's, a, he's probably the only baseball kid that I had coming through middle school that stuck with it. Um, and, and he's done exceptionally well. Um, uh, but he's a, you know, multi-sport guy, uh, got, um, got a couple football players that are seniors. One of them was a state placer last year. Uh, Tommy hires, he was JV all year long, right before we went to, uh, region, he, uh, he beat our starting 220, our varsity 220 and took a spot. And, and I thought I'd have about four or five state placers and none of those guys did, but Tommy did, uh, you know, so that was kind of cool. You know, he took that spot from his senior last year and um, went all the way through and, and and you know, got the co-fifth place or whatever. They don't wrestle that match, but he, he made it through and, and went home with the medal. Uh, so, you know, I could go on and on about all 14 weight classes, got a few freshmen in there. But, um, you know, I think if, if the state tournament was right now, we'd have, I think, three should. Uh, place, um, but since it's not till February, we might have about five or six, and there's an outside shot on on a seventh. Um, you know, I think people know that 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 we've that we're better than we were in the past, and and we're progressing every year, and so we don't we're not taking as lightly as we used to be, um, but but we're still not where we need to be. Um, but but it's fun and knowing it's fun knowing that we can compete with some of those uh, storied programs. Well, it sounds like you have a team that is uh, going to be quite formidable. You know, it's got a, it sounds like a hell of a team. Um, so I'm not familiar with a, a Georgia wrestling schedule. I know we I wrestled in the Panhandle, but you know, we were pretty much predominantly going out, you know, east or mainly state in Florida. Um, what kind of schedule do you got um, coming up for your team? Uh, what tournaments? Uh, how What do you think you're going to do? And how do you think you stack up against um, the other elite teams in, uh, in Georgia? Um. You know, well, we go to Lowndes next next week, uh, Tuesday. It's our, our annual try with them and where it's always their senior night. Us and where always go over there. And um, so we go there Tuesday. Um, our senior night is the 14th. Um, we got, I think, Cook and Barry and coming in. And uh, that's always fun. We're actually, um, you know, there's a referee shortage, so it might not be able to. But hopefully we can we can get find another ref to come and, uh, we want to do our middle school at the same time and kind of kind of recognize those eighth graders and make it a big deal, you know, for them, kind of like a middle school senior night, I guess you would say. Um, just as kind of a, you know, commitment to, to continue on with the program when they get into high school. And uh, so, I, you know, trying to – we've never done that before, but I know we we've, it's been done with football multiple times, and I, I thought it was a great idea just kind of give them something to have ownership on. I mean, we probably got – 15 or so eighth graders, um, you know, tons of kids, but those, these eighth graders, there's about six of them when I got here, started my club that were in third, you know, third, fourth, fifth grade. So there's some of them that are, that are, that are doing pretty well. And um, they've all participated in some JV stuff. 
and uh, I'm looking forward to them. They they they're they're pretty sporty. But um, anyways, we uh, we finished December sixteenth, um, seventeenth. I think is about Austin's the All State Invitational there at about Austin High School, and uh, right before Christmas, uh, Colquitt has their their dual tournament. Um, and and then, and then we're off until we're off till we come back, and then when we come back, it's postseason pretty much. So once January hits, Georgia's kind of kind of fixed it where you know when you get back in January, it's all it's all postseason from from there to the end. So if we don't make state duels, we're we're coming back down to Bay to Bay at the for um, um, the Mulligan George Mulligan tournament if we don't make state duels. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I had uh, I had heard your team's name mentioned uh, amongst the um, teams attending the the Bay High tournament. So yeah, I hope that works out. You know, and it's funny that you you mention uh, Lounds being the scene of the crime where you and I uh, you and I first met, and and I had actually forgot that story <laughs> until you just mentioned. And I'm like, yeah, I, I I guess that was my way of kind of saying, hey, I'm here, I know I'm new, but, you know, you can't buffalo me and all that. So, um, but the irony is, is that the irony is, is I'll actually be there Tuesday at Lounge uh, when you guys are there this coming week. So I'll be anxious to see you again. And I do want to touch on something, man. You know, um, like I said earlier in the show, you're the only coach I've ever known at TCC. And you you know as well as I do that the only way to establish a, a competitive program is to have consistency in the coaching. And I've been able to see your program be more competitive year after year after year after year. And, and that's a testament to you and your commitment and you staying with it and you know you um, being that, that continuity for those younger kids into the middle school program and then on to high school. So man, big props to you and what you're doing over there. And, and, you know, you and I've had those conversations in the past, but, um, man, I'm, I have a ton of respect for you, what you're doing there and your commitment to, um, to what, you know, to what, you know, what, what, uh, strides your program has made. And on that, um, speak a little bit more about, um, I guess you said your brother is coaching the middle school program. I was up there a little bit earlier in the season. I think I did a try meet there with, I think, uh, Cairo and, and I'm not sure who else was there, but I did make note that you do have a boatload of kids. So talk a little bit about your middle school program and, and how you make that connection from the high school level from that middle school level. Um, yeah, so this is my brother's first year as the head middle school coach. Um, he's, this is actually his third year in education. Um, he was looking for something to do. He's ex-military and, 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 um, um, worked some correction officer type stuff. And, and his wife was a traveling nurse. So they were traveling around and they got tired of that, had a little boy and he wanted his little boy to grow up with mine. So, um, they, they moved to the area. I got him in as a pair pro. The school system loved him. They paid for him to get his certification. Um, he does some special ed stuff, self-contained special ed stuff. And so he actually helped me help coach his first two years without pay. Um, and we finally got him a, a supplement. And um, my old middle school head coach, uh, Les Parker, did a heck of a job. He his, he retired after, the, after last year. And um, – 
I asked my other coaches who had been there longer, who, you know, who wants it? And they were like, Miles wants it. And, you know, we want him to have it. That's my brother's name. So, um, you know, we did it. And he uh, he's passionate about it now. Les uh, did a great job. Um, he wasn't a wrestler, um, but his, his stepson wrestled for us. And, and he just, you know, loved being a part of it. He loved what we did and did a good job. And Miles is, is passionate about it. He, he wrestled. And, um, you know, so that's just going to make it better. But I have um, – Miles is, teaches at the middle school. My assistant, one of my varsity assistants, teaches at the middle school. Um, Miles coaches middle school football. So the recruiting aspect there, we have um, getting those kids out. Uh, we always have 60 or 70 kids sign up and, you know, about 40 or so show up and about 30 or so finish the season, which is always great. Um, but this year, we, uh, this year we, we started our club back. Um, now, Right before COVID, or when I first got here, I started a club. We called it Rose City Wrestling Academy, and we had five or six kids in. They'd come in after practice a couple nights a week. Um, and it was really just something for them to do. We didn't charge them any money. We just kind of wanted to get you know get some interest in the wrestling in the community because there really wasn't any. Um, there was never any competition opportunities because we coached and, and, and everything else. So it's really just show up and practice for about an hour or so and, and, and go home. So – when COVID hit, it kind of shut all that down, and, and we started it back up this year under uh, under the name Thomas County Wrestling Academy. Um, apparently, the school system didn't like Rose City. They didn't mind it before, but it's not a school affiliated, but they didn't like it, so I changed it. Um, and, uh, man, it's unbelievable. The last time we had that club, there were six kids, and, and now there's like 30 or so of those little rugrats. Um, and we bust them. One of my assistants dr drives to the preschool, kindergarten school, picks up five kids. Um, my son being one of them, he's in pre-K. Um, you know, a couple other football coaches at the high school, their kids come over. He picks up the middle school, drives them to the gym. One of my other middle school coaches works at the elementary school, so we have two of those. So he drives a bus, he picks up the ones from his, goes to the next one, picks them up, and on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, it's a bloodbath. Um, so on those days – there are probably over a hundred kids ages four to 18 running through that gym and, and wrestling and, 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 and getting after it. Uh, and those kids get out of there at four 30, but for that hour and a half or whatever, however long it is, ends up being, um, it's a sight to see that age group, that big span all doing the same thing. And, you know, my older kids helping them out and, uh, things like that. And, um, it's good. It's good. So, so the interest in our community has peaked, uh, not peaked, but it's increased a whole lot um, to the fact that we hadn't even done the club in a couple of years and we started back and there's people calling daily. Can we still sign up? Can we still sign up? And we're having to tell them let's wait till after Christmas and, and we'll do another sign up because I'm sure some will move on because it's kind of a join and come as you go type deal. Um, there's still no competition aspect of it. What I'm trying to work out is um, Cairo, for example, started a club trying to work out an opportunity where when we have a middle school match or something, they can bring their folks over and um, something we did in Alabama. And just, <clears throat> we in Alabama, there's no middle school. So seven through 12 can wrestle varsity. So everybody's what would be our middle school is everybody's youth club. So everybody has one. So they'd show up to the high school matches and we'd quadrant a mat off. So we put tape make four squares and separate them by, how, by their weight, you know, and age. 
and three rounds of 30 seconds and the kids referee and then we just let them go at it. And, you know, so that, you know, at least I can provide that competition, but, but man, it'd be nice to have somebody take that program over and, and be able to make it what it really needs to be. Man, that's amazing. You got a hundred kids over in that program. That is insane. We got, we have, we're kind of, we're getting, I'm over here at Niceville. I'm one of the instructors at Niceville Wrestling Academy and we're, we're around like 70 and it gets crazy when we have all like, like when we have two of our classes run at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of kids. Mm. Like we had a couple, we had a good, a couple, a good bit of coaches too, but it still feels like we're outnumbered some days, but. Oh, definitely. I think we got six coaches and there's some dads that jump in and stuff like that, but it's still, <clears throat> it's herding cattle, baby. Hey, well, if you ever want a duel, man, you need to just come on down. We got a bunch of little kids that uh, that, that are itching for some matches. Yeah, we definitely do that. We can set some some back and forth. Talking about it. Um, so let me ask you. So you've been in Georgia for a while. It sounds. Um, I know that me and my dad have always had a healthy respect for Georgia wrestling, um, because we're actually one of the first kids to ever tech me. Um, uh, was came from Georgia, Mr. Sam Spradlin. Um, but. Uh, what is your what's your take on the progression of Georgia wrestling um, during your time? I know that I think Georgia, a lot of these other states like Georgia, Alabama, Florida, a lot of times we get underappreciated. And I think a lot of people don't value the wrestling that is here. And there's some tough kids. Um, but what is your what is your like I said, what is your take on the progression of Georgia wrestling throughout your time in the sport? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think you know, just from my experience, Georgia's always been you know, pretty strong and, and, and competitive, you know, nationally. <clears throat> um, but it, it was really just some, from some hot spots, you know, those, those North Georgia areas where there's a lot of money and a lot of, you know, a lot of people that have the knowledge and resources to have a club and do those things. Um, you know, those schools that when you say Georgia wrestling, you think uh, Woodland, you, you know, you think Buford, you think, um, you know, you think these other, those other schools in that Gwinnett area. Um, so, you know, I, I think that has increased, you know, there's been a lot of schools added and, and, and every year there's a lot of, a lot of kids at the state tournament from schools that you wouldn't think, you know, would, would be, would, would be competing that well. Um, but I think, um, I think the, the caliber and quality of wrestling in South Georgia, um, that's where it's, you know, really noticeable, you know, Camden's always been great, you know, Lowndes, uh, has been awesome, you know, Valdos has been competitive, um, you know, and then they go and win it. You know, a couple of years ago, uh, Moultrie's always been good. Lee County's had some had some folks, but it's starting to um, it's there's it's starting making down. It's starting to produce some some good wrestlers, um, and it's and and we're doing it without very many clubs. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 a testament to the folks that are committing uh, committing to their programs and their time. Uh, where you know. You know, I wish there was a club my kids in the off season could go to, um, but there's just not. Uh, so, you know, I think the growth in South Georgia over the past 10 years or so um, has increased. And then, you know, you just take it to the South in general. Um, you know, when I was in Alabama, there was six to eight schools that always won. And I think last year I checked in on some stuff and there were schools winning that didn't have a program when I was there or uh, – or, um, you know, I never would have thought would have anybody on a podium. Um, so I, I think the South is doing a great job in general um, in competing. You look at you look at knockout results and you look at some of these um, these other major national tournaments and, and you see, you know, Georgia, 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 Georgia. Um, 
you see these kids signing and going to college, Georgia, Georgia, you know, David Burgess from, from us. I think we had one kid that, that, that went to wrestling college in the entire history of, of Thomas County Central. And, um, before, you know, before David and David goes, and now he's, you know, he's nationally ranked. And, you know, I got a, another kid, you know, this year, like I said before, that has an opportunity to do that as well. And, um, I got some other younger guys that if they want that opportunity, they're going to get it. So, um, yeah, it, it would be nice to have, you know, Valdosta has a good youth, youth program. Um, Storm and Perry does a good job. They, there's, there's used to be a branch of that over in Moultrie. Um, so people have tried, uh, you know, I have mine, but you know, I can't run it like, like those other guys run there. So um, just not enough hours in the day. So um, heck of an increase in, uh, in the quality of wrestling and the, and, uh, and competition. Um, and it's only going to get better. So, you know, just people trying to be um, creative in the way that they continue to keep kids on the mat, because that's ultimately what it's going to take to compete with those other folks. Yeah, coach, you, you know, I want to piggyback on something that George has said or that Jordan said and that, you know, a lot of times the Southeast is uh, underappreciated because, you know, there's not the, the steep wrestling tradition that there is in the Northeast. And we're all familiar with that. And, and um, like you, like you alluded to, it, it is a testament to um, the coaches and their commitment in the Southeast. And I had, I did have the good fortune of, um, of doing a tournament of Mobile a couple weekends ago and, was over at um, the Border Wars tournament this past weekend and saw a couple of, uh, you know, high-profile Alabama teams over there at Vestavia and uh, Spain Park and a couple other teams over there that, that are really producing some fine athletes. And, of course, just in my time in officiating South Georgia, um, you know, like you said, you know, Lowndes and Valdosta and and uh, Moultrie up there, and and I think that your team is gonna be is gonna be right there in the mix, man. I mean, you're you're doing such a great job over there, and and I think the longer that you're there, the longer that um, you provide that continuity from from middle school to high school, um, you know, you're you're going to create, I believe, a, a pretty formidable program in your own right. So I do want to touch a little bit on on the challenges of the off season. And you and I both know that to, to get to that high level, you know, there's got to be some kind of off season training competition. And in the Southeast, we're challenged by football being the king, um, you know, baseball, all these other sports, because our, you know, our climate allows so many different things to be done as opposed to Northeast where you're, you're snowed in, you know, six, seven, eight months out of the year. So, in your in your ideal situation, what would you like to see um, the off season consist of? As you as you continue to try to build your program at the high school level, what would you like to see the off season look like with your program? Yeah, um, you know, I, I coached. I've coached football. I've probably been involved with football. 25 years. Um, and last year I decided that that was my last season, uh, you know, got a two year old and four year old and, and just, it wasn't the juice wasn't worth the squeeze anymore. Um, and, um, one of my other assistants did the same thing. Um, so, you know, I always had, was, was fortunate, you know, and if you, know, you paid attention to my kids, I always had good looking boys, um, as far as, you know, physically just, you know, 
towering over people bigger than folks. And, uh, and that was just because, you know, I was in football and I could get those guys out and I had a relationship with those guys. Um, and so that word relationship is, is probably the biggest, the biggest factor, um, in that because, um, if you don't have a relationship, you know, everybody's pretty much year round, you know, they can hide it and do, you know, whatever. But if you don't go year round, you're not going to be competitive. Um, but my thoughts too, is I want all my guys to play everything. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to tell a kid don't play football. I'm not going to tell a kid don't play baseball. And there's some, sometimes you don't, that's not reciprocated. Um, he, it, it's, it is here. Um, and, and we've, you know, it's been beneficial for us. Um, but, but I want my kids to play it all. And, and, and because different sports do different things as far as um, developing athleticism, I think that's great. You know, if you can develop, you know, the athlete and, and, you know, peak fitness and things like that, you know, your sport, sport is at the top of the pyramid, if there was one, and, and, you know, you develop all those other things and, um, you know, they, they come when they can and they're willing to come when they can, because I'm willing to not ride being there. Um, and, uh, you know, the football coaches are willing to tell their, the ninth grade football players you're wrestling because they know that I'm not going to be detrimental to their program. And just like you said before, let's just be honest, football is king and, and, and that's fine. Um, but, you know, so that relationship there is, 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 is important. Um, until this past summer, my, we practiced wrestling is always practiced in the summer, but we've never trained. I have my guys in the weight room. They have a weight class period. I have them in there. And I've had that since my second year here, but we've never worked out with weights or anything like that in the summer until this past year. Um, and it was really nice being able to program um, a phase of training that we never get to do because we're always playing catch up on other stuff during the school year. So, um, you know, just having the opportunity to 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 have those guys be able to develop their fitness and and athleticism um, is is huge, um, even when you can't maybe get the technique you would like to get. So, um, and the mat time you would like to get. Um, I mean, ideally, it would be great to have them all all the time, but um, I'd probably get tired of them. They get tired of me too. Sometimes it's just great to to to, to do something else, and and you know that way you you got a better you got a better attitude about it when you get back. Um, you know, I I hundred percent believe that the more you're on the mat, the better you're going to be. Um, but you know, you know sometimes people devote a lot of time and they they don't ever get any better. And um, so I don't think that. And I think that's the case with every sport. I don't think you have to specialize and devote 100% of your time to whatever you're doing. As long as you're doing something that's productive, um, you know, you're, you're going to be better than you were um, at some rate. And then, you know, once you get to a point where it's time to commit, maybe junior year or so, where you know that this is what you're pursuing, um, you know, then if you feel like specialization is something that you need to do, I, I feel like you got to, you have a valuable argument to do that or a viable argument. Man, I think that's incredibly important, honestly. Like I'm a big, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, maybe not so much taking breaks, but um, like, you know, taking, taking a break from the sport, like, you know, taking a break, just like you said, once you, uh, 
you know, you come back with a different attitude because it's a grind, man. It, it, it grinds you down, you know, so if you want to need to go play some football, play some football. And just exactly what you were saying with your kids that like you're not forcing them to come in, but they're finding the time to come in while they're still doing spring training to getting it. That's the type of attitude. It's not so much that that they're putting the time in, but they're developing that attitude of like, no matter what, I'm still going to try and get some time in to keep getting better at wrestling while I'm getting my body stronger, while I'm getting, you know, you can do all sorts of stuff. With the internet now, you can sit there and, you know, watch technique videos. You can come up and search. You can search mindset stuff. Like, there's so much you can do to get better at wrestling that has nothing to do with wrestling. Um, so wait, we have, I actually have one more question. Um, we are a huge, we're huge fans of women's wrestling here at the North Florida Wrestling Show. And uh, in Florida, we've been able to see that it's been growing um, really big in our state. Um, how is the progression going in Georgia? Um, I'm actually I'm completely unaware of you know what's going on on that front um, in any other state besides Florida, honestly. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think it was a couple years ago. I heard a number, you know, 200 or so girls wrestling in Georgia, and then you know more recently, like 400. So you know, Georgia's done a the coaches in Georgia, let's say it that way, these wrestling coaches in Georgia are, are doing a good job of, of getting these girls out and being inclusive with that. Um, because man, I've seen some girls that can wrestle now and, 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 and not just beat girls. I mean, I, I've seen some, some really good male wrestlers, you know, be, get destroyed. Um, so I'm a fan of it. Um, I, We've had, I have a, I had a couple girls that wanted to come out this year. It's kind of, it's, it's not very, I can't get any out. Uh, and I don't know if it's because they're scared of me or what, or the boys tell them, boys scare them off because I mean, it's intense and, um, you know, practice is intense. And, but I had a couple come out and they were there for about a week, two weeks. And, um, you know, they found something else to do, which is fine. And, and, you know, I tried to develop a relationship with them. Um, now I have a middle school girl, um, that she's going to be tough. She's her dad's a, uh, has a jujitsu school here. Um, and she's been, you know, in, on that mat for, you know, as far as she can remember. Um, I think she's in seventh grade right now and she's, you know, she's doing great. Um, and you know, her, just her mindset and, you know, her drive to do it. You know, she's, she's a very individual person, a very creative person. And so she doesn't, none of that. Oh, you wrestle doesn't bother her. You know what I mean? Like she's just, she loves the guys. She had a match. She had to wrestle a girl the other day. Um, one of the uh, Florida high girls, they came and did a middle school deal. And um, she found out she was wrestling a girl and she was nervous. <laughs> but I was like, Stella, what are you worried about? Like you, you wrestle boys all the time. She, she said, I don't want to lose to a girl. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was, I was like, Stella, just you know just another wrestler you know if, if, if when you step on the mat you're there with a the wrestler just do what you do um so yeah i would love for our i actually had a uh a teacher in the school that was willing to um you know kind of be a um, a sponsor you know i don't have a supplement but i could argue for one if we had a team if we had enough girls but i and she was trying to recruit some girls to get them out there because i would like to see us do that i think i think we would do well um but it's just it's just not happening here. But I am seeing a lot more schools in the South. We went to Tifton this past weekend, um, and there's a few of the teams there that had a lot of girls. 
and and that's great. Um, and hopefully we can get to that point. Uh, well, Coach, appreciate you spending your time with us this evening. Um, really enjoyed your insight and your personal story on on uh, you know your your role in the sport, and and, and very much appreciative for that. Uh, you know, Jordan and I are two generations of wrestling family, and and we um. You know, we love to hear other people's stories. We love to see the commitment and enthusiasm from the coaches. And and uh, we like to pick their brain on what they're doing. So we don't want to take, a, take up uh, too much more of your time. But I do have one last question for you before we let you go. And, you know, uh, I've known you for a couple years now. And, and I just got one question for you. Now, amongst all the, uh, the, the wrestling officials that you come across, um, who would you say is your – your favorite wrestling official? I mean, think long and hard on it, uh, but I'm curious to know what that answer is. John Cone, no doubt. Not even a question. Well, that's a great answer, man, and I I, I applaud you for, um, you know, that that very sound and um, educated opinion and answer. So I really, really appreciate that. But listen, Coach, we're going to let you go and get back to your family and – and we really, really, really do appreciate you being our first coach on our Over the Border installment. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing your team compete this year. And um, we wish you all the luck in the world. So that's the show, wrestling fans. Thanks to Thomas County Central's coach Matt Tanner for dropping by the studio. Make sure you tune in next week for Hall of Fame official Mike Nethercliffe on the show. It's going to be a great one. We'll see you there.